Hello and welcome to today's news podcast powered by China Daily. I am Fidel Kizito and I'll be your host for today's episode bringing you to the latest global updates and insights on China's global interactions. In today's episode we delve into the recent diplomatic exchanges between the United States and China at the Munich Security Conference, then going challenges faced by the German's economy and updates on the international affairs. In 2024, Munich Security Conference served as a platform for crucial diplomatic exchanges between top officials from the United States and China. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken emphasized the imperative of active participation in international forums, stating, "If you're not on the table in the international system, you're going to be on the menu." Conversely, Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yu underscored Chinese commitment to common security and reiterated the need for political settlements in ongoing crises such as those in Gaza and Ukraine. Despite acknowledging strategic competition between the US and China, both diplomats emphasized the importance of offering constructive alternatives to other nations. Wang specified that the United Nations authority and the central role are important and should not be weakened. First, enhancing multilateralism should be the joint response amid the challenges of protectionism and power politics. Undoubtedly, China and its major policy firmly acts as a stabilizing force in a turbulent world. China once again stands out in presenting a strategic roadmap for stability, sustainability, political harmony, and peace in the world. However, Blinken said that regarding strategic competition, there is no doubt that you have one with China. Furthermore, he said that when it comes to other countries, the point is not to say that country X, Y, or Z. You have to choose. The point is to offer a good choice. Insights from a recent meeting between representatives of the U.S. Heartland China Association and Chinese President Xi Jinping in California shed light on fostering cooperation between the two nations. Bob Holden, chairman of the association, emphasized the significance of mutual understanding for fostering mutually beneficial relations. The meeting highlighted the importance of adopting a win-win approach to enhance bilateral ties. Japan grapples with heightened anxiety following a recent radioactive water leak at the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. The incident, reported earlier this month, has raised serious concern regarding safety protocols and the completion of the plant's decommissioning process. Japanese Minister of Economy, Trade and Industry Ken Saito has urged the implementation of rigorous safety measures and emphasized the imperative of preventing human errors within the nuclear facility. On February 7th, TEPCO informed the International Atomic Energy Agency or IAEA that water containing radioactive materials was found to have leaked from the cesium absorption tower at the plant. TEPCO calculated the leakage total around 5.5 cubic meters of water containing an estimated 0.022 tubercule of radioactive substances according to the IAEA. The water was assessed to have leaked from a valve left open during cleaning work at the absorption tower. Kabokoya apologized and said that it was an issue that should not have happened. Marking 60 years of diplomatic relations, President Xi Jinping and Republic of Congo President Denis Sassoungueso reaffirmed their commitment to further enhancing bilateral ties. Both leaders underscored that enduring friendship between their nations and highlighted the significance of mutual trust and win-win cooperation. China Foreign Ministry highlighted numerous collaborative initiatives aimed at fostering economic development and improving the well-being of the people of the Republic of Congo. Germany confirmed sobering economic projections with forecasts revised downwards to approximately 0.2% growth for the year, 
Weak exports, escalating energy costs, and hurdles in transitioning to a green economy have contributed to the nation's economic downturn. Major German corporations have issued calls for targeted industrial policies and increased support from the European Union to address those pressing challenges. Foreign Minister Wang Yi, who recently concluded his six-day tour to Europe, drew the attention of, of observers and leading media outlets as he highlighted the positive signs in Chinese-European Union relations and the coordinated efforts needed to resolve the crisis in the Ukraine and Gaza. The senior Chinese diplomat traveled to Germany last week to attend to the 60 Munich Security Conference and then made visits to Spain and France. Revitalizing collaboration between Beijing and Brussels and eliminating noises and disturbances in this regard were high on the agenda when the ministers met one-on-one with dozens of foreign officials during the trip's export said. Speaking to reporters on Wednesday after wrapping up his European tour, Wang said that there is increasing rational perception of China in Europe and the Europeans believe that China's development is in line with the logic of history, which Europe should not fear or reject. Barely two weeks after agreeing with the governments to extend a ceasefire for six months, Colombia's National Liberation Army, or ELN, rebels announced they were suspending peace talks being held in Cuba. In a statement on Tuesday, the ELN accused the government of not keeping its promises, noting that while talks were supposed to be national in scope, parallel talks were being held at a more local level in Colombia's Norino region. The ELN said those parallel talks have thrown the current efforts into crisis. The government of Colombia and the ELN agreed on February to extend a six-month ceasefire deal for another 180 days, offering continued hope that more than five decades of armed conflicts may be nearing an end. According to separate statements from the government and the ELN, the bilateral national and temporary ceasefire will be prolonged, but a permanent peace may prove challenging to achieve. Colombia has a long history of violence linked with internal armed conflict. Since the 1960, guerrilla groups like the ELN have wrangled war against the state, while right-wing paramilitaries and drug trafficking gangs perpetuated their own campaign terror. Since the 1960, guerrilla groups like the ELN have wrangled war against the state, while right-wing paramilitaries and drug trafficking gangs perpetuated their own campaigns of terror. That concludes our news podcast for today, offering comprehensive insights into the multifaceted landscape surrounding the Spring Festival and beyond. Join us next time for more in-depth analysis and updates on key events shaping our world. For more international news and updates, please visit our website at www.chinadaily.com.cn.